Welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. Would you get down from that 5G mast there, Adam? You're causing a scene. It's episode number 219. <laughs> and it's been another week of not that many goals for Stoke City. We drew away at Neil Warnock's QPR before beating Neil Warnock's Blackburn Rovers yesterday. It's been a week of what some have described as turgid football, what others have described as necessary and progress compared to the leaky defense of yesteryear but it doesn't matter because it is the week well i say it's the week of christmas christmas of course has been cancelled but that's not going to stop us from having a festive time here on the podcast tonight joining me chris brammer we have tony lloyd how are you Hello, I'm quite well. I you've stolen my material for making Neil Warnock jokes at your expense, um, but I enjoyed you calling out Adam Armstrong <laughs> unexpectedly. Um, yeah, very well. Happy Christmas! And, oh yes, yes. Well, we'll 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 greet everyone. We'll wish them happy holidays and all that before the end. We have a festive treat for them, of course, Tony. At the end of the episode. <laughs> Tom Thrower, okay. you're also here today. How are you? I'm good. My Neil Warnock comment is that he's the git who's keeping us out of the playoffs for Christmas. Because his team won, which means we're seventh. Bastard. Do you think that if we were in the playoffs at Christmas time and then next year fell out of the playoffs, people would just get mardy? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, so what you're saying is everyone needs to ask for uh, playoffs for Christmas. No, what, what, I'm, what I'm saying is people... Well, just yeah, no, I, I know what a... you're saying, but I was saying that if we all ask Santa <laughs> for, for, <laughs> for for the playoffs for Christmas, it can't well, not I, I I actually had a question for both of you, which I was going to save for when we talk about Tottenham, but if you had one Christmas wish and you could either have getting promoted... Or mm. winning the League Cup. Mm. Which are you picking? Um, League Cup. 100%. Ooh. Mm. I think the League Cup, because there's just so much fun with that. We'd be in the Europa Conference. What's that? Who knows? Be great fun. <laughs> Something new. Can you, yeah. can, you, can you play European fixtures whilst playing a 46-game league season? Who knows? I think the answer is no. <laughs> no. it depends if your squad is massively bloated um, I, and not I uh, injuries though I'll be honest I just not, I'm not really bothered about going to the Premier League if honest it's scary like, I, don't, I, I, I don't I don't yeah I don't miss it I don't miss it in the slightest VAR mm. VAR VAR whatever has is, is really made me absolutely resent it and, and as much as the championship can be just utterly 
stupid. I quite like it down here. I like not having, uh, I don't know, the likes of Alan Shearer or whatever make generic comments about us based on a on a two minute highlight <laughs> video they've seen. I, I'm quite happy, like just. Yeah, being here. Not that, you know, I want us to do well, but I'd quite happily win the league and not go up. <laughs> Defer our promotion to say, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll stay here. Can we Can we, can we? have the money? <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Where we are. yeah. You know, I'd, yeah, let them, let them go form the super European Super League because then mm. I don't have any worries about having to be near any of them a lot. <laughs> yeah. The only, yeah. The only reason, the only reason I could perhaps want to go back up is if... The worst happens and Arsenal do not get relegated. We get to have the Arsenal <laughs> fan TV lot back around, and, and uh, they're just wonderful, aren't they? They're just a great, mm. a great bunch. I think if if Leeds hadn't gone up to where they are, and we would have definitely been the team to lose six two to Man U this season oh, when God, we're having yeah. a terrible season. I was, I was, um, I was going to say. That. Do you remember what Leeds used to do to us in the Championship, and look <laughs> what's happened to them today. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think you you're definitely both right. The League Cup's the right answer, but also if we did go up, can we just take Colin Murray with us and have good, oh, yeah. good TV highlights? That'd do. I think that'd that'd seal the deal for both. Yeah, Gary so Lineker's is not going to have yeah. a, a weird infatuation with Michael O'Neill. That's true. That is very true. In fact, I probably do. Do you remember match of the day coverage? We barely ever got a mention, even in the games we played. So. I don't miss that at all. Yeah, we. we do you know what? We, I d- yeah, it was shit. Oh, yeah. It was shit. It, I mean, it wasn't. It was ten brilliant years, but let's pretend it was <laughs> awful, so that we're not missing anything. <laughs> I tell you what, I do miss. I do sometimes miss goals, of which sometimes we don't have that many. Um, drawing in midweek and a a, a win yesterday oh. against Blackburn Rovers, which oh, I don't know. How would you describe that? That. If you can describe the win yesterday and the performance as a whole, um, I I tweeted after the match. I would advise. Of course you did. I, yeah, of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I tweeted. I'd advise teams to not st- score against Stoke in the opening ten minutes, and I don't know if that was advice for them to do well. Or advice for them because I don't want to watch what happens after Stoke scoring in the opening <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> it was We've, very. Mm, mm, it was. Mm. It was. Looking at the stats, Tony. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm your man for that. Go on. Well, no, it it wasn't exactly. I mean, even looking at the performance, we were <laughs> we were very dis- defensive, weren't we? <laughs> To in, put it politely. Yeah. Yeah, we were. But I think don't score against us in the first 10 minutes as a request so we don't have to watch then 80 minutes of us doing that. Only really applies when we've got 11 first-team players out injured, maybe. Because when we scored in the first 10 minutes away at Barnsley, mm. we won 4-2. So it's not, admittedly, that... That was six or seven years ago, but um, yeah, I think I, I I think it's been a good week, really. I like turgid defensive football. On Wednesday, we had the thing that's almost better than a goal, which was Josh Time and hitting the woodwork. <laughs> oh, oh, god! That evil goalkeeper and defender, Aton, bastards, yeah, well, getting doing their well, jobs. 
Yeah, but you know when you know when commentators and pundits say, "Oh, if anything, he's hit it too well," and you think that's impossible. <laughs> Fuck off! Stop talking. <laughs> How are you paid to say these things for a living? What? <laughs> well, he, if anything, he hit it too well. <laughs> ah! On his wrong foot, and if he just sclaffed it a little bit, that's going in in. Oh, oh. Um, and he also had a shot on Saturday as well, but that wasn't as good. I mean, it was well blocked, but it was a bit of forward momentum from the Stoke side. I just need to. I don't know why I'm talking about this. What was the question? It's, I, I think it's quite interesting. Oh, I say quite interesting. One of the things I'm finding hilarious is obviously. <laughs> Uh, Blackburn fans are quite sour about the fact that they uh, weren't able to even get a point from the game yesterday, let alone a goal um, or a win. Um, and they seem to be like, oh, if I was a Stoke fan, I'd be embarrassed of that. I'd be embarrassed. Do you know why I'm not embarrassed by it? Because, as you rightly pointed out there, Tony, this is this squad is like threadbare. It is a makeshift team. And somehow, somehow, despite everything, despite the fact that we are playing a 20-year-old in goal after signing so many others, despite the fact that, you know, we are um, chopping and changing the squad to try and keep up with these fixtures whilst also losing people to God knows what, despite all that, somehow we're still in seventh place like it's just it is it is miraculous and and the news that um like some players are coming back to to fitness soon joe allen is 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 returning soon that type of thing like it just makes you think that uh, this team like just could could get better and when when it's a full strength squad i'm really interested to see what they're able to achieve cuz Right now, they're still getting the results, albeit it's not pretty. But, yeah, and I, I do feel kind of a little bit miffed at some Stoke fans who I've seen on, like, the oat cake and stuff. And you should never go on the oat cake as a general yeah. rule. But, like, complaining about, oh, it's turgid football. And, and, I, and I feel a little bit of a, of a hypocrite because when we had Pulis... And we played turgid football. I was I was complaining as well, but and I want to see a nice attacking stuff. But if we're in the midst of an injury crisis and we're still somehow just getting results, that you've got to just say we've got a great manager, surely. I think I saw someone refer to it um, as as binary season, um, referencing that. That fabled season under Mr. Pulis, which I find quite weird um, seeing as just briefly flicking through some of our results this season, uh, a 3-2 loss, a 4-3 win, a 3-0 win, a 3-2 loss, a 3-2 win, a 2-2 draw. (laughs) Um, None of these seem very binary to me. I, I don't know. It, no. depends, it's just... it depends what version of binary you're using because there's a new one out that goes up to like eight. <laughs> well, that's it. So... I'm scared. I'm petrified. <laughs> that's really scary. The robots are coming for us. I think my point really it's, is that, yeah. like we said, it, squad's fucked. We're post Tyrese Campbell, whatever that is going yeah. to entail. It's not very surprising that when no. we have been playing like seven games a month that that that, <laughs> that the option we've fallen back on is 
oh yeah, maybe we just if we take the lead, we'll just shut up shop and just take the points because we're quite good at defending. I mean, we haven't conceded a uh, open play goal since the 24th of November, off the top of my head. That is a long time. Uh, we've played it like really eight is. games since then. Yeah. It's pretty good. That is, wow. like, like, that is impressive, considering where we were 12 months ago and and and... The whole like, how many times did we joke about conceding for us as, as Stoke? And I know that we have under Michael O'Neill as well, but it was a regular, regular joke that we would just collapse and and the defence was laughable, and we just are a little bit more solid. We just, I mean, we are. Yeah, it's pro, it's it's not it's not gung ho attacking, etc. But. You've got to start somewhere, especially when, and I think we're just repeating ourselves again and again, but when you've got so many young kids in the team, you want them to have a base to build upon. You want them to have some level of confidence, don't you? You don't want them to just concede goals all the time. You want you want them to get into good habits of defending. I was worried that conceding goals all the time was going to be a link to starting to talk about Wednesday coming up. Um <laughs> But no, definitely good. Um, who had James Chester down as being good at defending as well, as <laughs> as, as recently as Tuesday um, <laughs> or last Saturday? I, I, yeah, I mean, I bought into him after that lovely post-match interview last weekend, but it t- <laughs> turns out once again I was right. <laughs> um, but it's a busy period. I mean, Christmas period is always busy anyway, but like... This whole season is just, it's unprecedented, let's be honest. The whole the whole amount of games that we're playing, it's, no football team has ever experienced anything like it, like these teams are experiencing it now. Um, it's, do you know what, like this, I'm not saying this season's a write-off, but you kind of just have to just go with, go with it. You can't, I don't think you can feel too annoyed that, I don't know. Things are a little bit odd this year because this twenty twenty has just been weird. Well, so two things. I was I was quickly just looking then at the fixtures because I wanted to see, and I correctly guessed that our Christmas fixture fixture list is actually slightly less congested than the rest of the year has been because we've got midweek off amazing. in the first week of January, which is incredible. But also, as I went to find that, I just looked at the table and clicked Stoke but it took me a minute to find Stoke because I was looking at the bottom <laughs> <laughs> and there we are not at the bottom so and that isn't weird. that a nice festive treat mm. <laughs> you mentioned Spurs on Wednesday anyway and yeah. uh, that's going to be fun isn't it how are we feeling about that one um, I'm not expecting a great deal I feel like our goalkeeper crisis, which we've we've covered up very well by dint of everybody just turning up and being better than we expected every time a new goalkeeper comes in. <laughs> I think now we're down to goalkeeper number six. Yes. It, it's possibly asking too much. <laughs> I mean, not to put any pressure on, it's either going to be Lonergan if he's fit or Blondie. We assume mm-hmm. because everybody else is injured or cup tied. Yep. I hate Donny Rovers now. Um, Lonergan hasn't played a competitive game since the end of 2018. 
and he's only played two under twenty one games that I could see in the last year and a half. And and Blondie's played some, and we did we did watch him in that lead Leeds game on the YouTube's, and he did play well. And then the next YouTube's game, he sort of threw one in his own net. So he's a very young goalkeeper. Uh, I'm shitting myself. <laughs> Uh, to help you with I, that, I've just looked yeah, at our last five matches with Tottenham. We've lost all of them, <laughs> obviously, obviously. Okay. Uh, and, and we've lost four of them by four goals. Uh, so what, what's our record like against Mourinho? I, I seem to recall us getting a point or something oh, and him being quite to. nice about us, but we're talking a few years ago. While we look at that, I think on a more serious note about the whole team on Wednesday, I think it's going to come down to how our our young spine of players go into that game, looking at it, saying, this is the biggest game I've played in professional yes. football, probably. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. how they, if enough of them respond to that by playing to the top level of their ability and showcasing themselves, which, fair enough, we've, that's pretty much what we've seen since most of them came in. Um but that's what it's going to come down to. If 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 they shit themselves as much as I am, it's going to be horrific. But also, it comes down partly to the team we play against because you never know who's going to play. But you'd think it's about a bit late in the competition for them to be picking the under twenty threes or whatever. That's it. I feel like it's uh... <laughs> there. There isn't there isn't much hope. To quote Gandalf, just a fool's hope. Um, well, that's that's right, kinda, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I've done my googling. Um, he's only won one match at the Bet Three Six Five and has lost one, two, three times. So, mm. hmm, maybe, maybe think, if Harry Kane I... and Son both feel really ill and decide not to travel, or just play like they did today. earlier yesterday, yeah. was it today? It was today. Yeah, because that was... We take that. I just feel like this is the end of the cup run. <laughs> um, <laughs> and as long as... Do you know what? As long as they, as long as it isn't an embarrassing time and it doesn't break anyone's confidence and no one else gets injured, or, then yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Like, it's a nothing game, isn't it? It's a... It, if, if, if we... For some miracle we somehow defeated them, it would be absolute pure elation and it would be, what a Christmas present. But equally... Oh, oh as... Chris, but what if we like score in the first 10 minutes and then just play defensively? Yeah. Oh, that would be rubbish. Everyone would hate to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> it would be... Uh... Yeah. It'd be nice. It would be nice. One person who probably won't be in the game but is likely to return to YouTube tomorrow... Is uh, is Joe Allen? Uh, he's Yay. back in. He's back in and and playing with youngsters and that, isn't he? Um, next <laughs> reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that, Joe. In that way. Um, and Tom, I know you just did a, like a thumbs down thing because you're not. You're obviously not a fan, but. I mean, it's another body in midfield and we kind of need them, don't we? <laughs> we do. Um, uh, we do. And if he comes back and plays how he did before the world ended, that'd be... Uh, when was the last time I did a podcast on here and didn't mention the world ending in that specific, like... 
It was, it was the same time as the last time you did a podcast and didn't mention Joe Allen, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you're so excited about him coming back, Tony. No, I know what you're going to say. Because, yeah, he won't <laughs> be playing right. anymore. <laughs> yeah, no. I think, well, I, I think I said last week I'm excited to see what Michael O'Neill version Joe Allen looks like. Not his hair, well, kind of his hair, but also how he plays. Uh, but yeah, I am also aware there's a reasonable risk that he will take the place of my favourite, um, which I don't want to happen. So I'm just relying on the balance of probability, which says that at least four other midfielders will get injured before he's quite ready anyway. <laughs> as long as one of them isn't Josh Tymon, then we're good. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think that's absolutely, absolutely fair. Um, what should we, what should we discuss? What shall I discuss next? <gasps> I tell you what we'll discuss next. Tom, you went. I had a point that I wanted to raise, and I should have well, probably dude, raised it, it when, when we were talking about Blackburn. Why are they say all it. so hairy? Like I've never seen so <laughs> much hair on a team. Harvey Elliott's supposed to be seventeen. And he looks like <laughs> he looks like an extra from Lord of the Rings. Twenty twenty has done bad things to everyone, Tom. Mm-hmm. I think I think both me and Tony have got bobbles in right now. <laughs> yeah, my, my, I just I've I'm been playing with mine too much, cat. and it's just come out. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah you're, Tom's wearing a you're wearing a hat, <laughs> Tom. It's just twenty twenty's gone crazy. <laughs> oh, Tony's going on holiday now. These headphones What's... don't allow for the hat I just put on, which is really no. disappointing. <laughs> well, it fits sideways. No, okay. Well, in what occasion I'm, I'm do Harry you wear Suter, that hat? You are. Uh, <laughs> Punchlines. Punchlines, yeah. yeah. Because it is very much looks like a detective hat, a little bit. It kind of is, but it's green. It's it's it's, it's kind of like a trekking detective effort. Ooh. But it's I used to wear it in... in a the, druid in, detective. In the before times, I used to wear it because if I went out for a walk... It hmm. keeps the rain off your glasses much more effectively than a hood. Ah, there you go. Advice That's, there for everyone. Yeah. Which would be great if um, anyone could see people the hat. could see this, yeah. <laughs> but they can't. And so now they'll just have to picture it in their mind and imagine what type of hat it would be. Good news, and this is really, really good news. Um, Food bank appeal. Let's chat about that because. Yeah. Like te- what an hour or so before we started recording this bad boy, we breached five thousand pounds of fundraising Whee. this year, which is mad, absolutely mad. I had a lovely chat with uh, some people at the food bank on Friday in a in a really long telephone call, and I believe they're putting something out on their like social media about our campaign this year. Tomorrow, this will be Monday when you hear this i guess but on monday they said they're going to put something out they're going to include how much we've raised in total including gift aid which i'm led to believe is a a considerable bit more as well which is just phenomenal like with the the most sincere i can be like it's mind-boggling how incredibly supported this thing has been this year so oh god thank you so much it's just wonderful isn't it is is in incredible um mm. just everybody who's donated i mean we, we say we because obviously that's how you talk about this kind of thing but it's not us it's you you've donated yeah. you people yeah. listening to this and giving money and it's i assume it's all right to mention chris but you you said when 
they they mentioned to you on the phone that they just saw all this money start coming in <laughs> and it's just such a wonderful image of them them sitting in their little admin zoom chats or whatever going Where, where's all this money coming from <laughs> this, was the, this was it and then and because and because you know um no they, they apparently the conversations were going around like who who who's in contact with this group like what's going on like it, it was a sense of confusion over how how to find out more information because we and I say again we it wasn't we you the listener and donator just bombarded this campaign and to think that we broke like well we broke last year's amount within what two less than two hours and the fact that we sit here now on the twentieth of December and we've raised five thousand pounds at least that's not including the gift aid that I don't know the full amount of that yet not including that. It's just, it's staggering. Like, I, uh, what a, I, we're very lucky to have such a good fan base in this. Like, it's just wonderful. Thank you. Thank you all so much. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I can express <laughs> as much gratitude as I feel because it's just, oh, it's insane. Absolutely insane. So, the, the the link will remain open. Um, if you feel festive and feel like you want to do a good thing just before the Christmas period, and you want to just edge it up that little bit further, I know we've um some I've had some emails come through while we've been having a little little chat. Um, great, like as much as we can give. It's it makes a huge difference. Like they said on the phone as well. The the what they're able to do with this money this year is is incredible and we're going to stay in contact with them they want to uh, hopefully clue us in with things that they want to do going forward and i'm more than happy for as a podcast and as a community for us to try and support in in other ways in whichever way we can and um, not always in terms of donation of money as well sometimes it will literally just be a case of getting messages out they'll have events on that type of thing but um, this this isn't an admin meeting of the podcast, but I assume that you two would be happy with that as well. And I hope that you, the listener, would also understand the the unfortunate need to have this food bank supported, but also to recognise that we, you guys, have done such a wonderful job so far that it would be foolish of us not to take advantage of that and keep supporting the best ways we can. Yeah. That was yeah. It's 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 just amazing, isn't it? Um, and well done to everyone who supported it in a year where it's going to be needed more than it's ever been needed, and it's harder for for anyone to to jump on. So to have done ten times what was aimed, that is yeah, it's just mind boggling. Actually, it, it doesn't know, really it, make any sense. You, you, like you joke about putting an extra zero on things when you're when you're spending money or getting money or whatever. <laughs> And you've literally just or done losing that. to Tottenham. <laughs> well, this to is Tottenham. it. Like back back when we were thinking of launching it, and the it was that that genuine conversation of let's set it at five hundred pounds because like as much as it'd be great to beat last year's target, this year's been bloody tough on people. Yeah. People like and and quite quite rightly, people are in a much worse position this year because it's twenty twenty has been a bastard, but. <laughs> somehow everyone was just like, yeah, 2020 has been a bastard, so I'm going to do more. Like, how wonderful. For the for the human spirit, it is a... 
very uplifting thing and what a very nice thing to read and look at on on this very festive of weeks. <laughs> it's, it is. It's, it's just super uplifting. It's, it's, yeah. just, it's just really not. You just look at it and go, fucking hell. <laughs> it's, it's, it's nice. People are good. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have, a, we have a little festive treat at the end of this episode, <laughs> which we will talk about when we get to the end. But before that, would you like to take part in a small Christmas quiz? Oh, yes. Definitely. I'm so excited. Yeah? Yeah. yeah? Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, in which case, um, I have... This is actually, actually an interesting 2020 thing because towards the start of lockdown, we did quizzes and, well, Tom and I exchanged the lead in several, actually, um, oh. yeah. which was excellent. But I'm pretty sure that during lockdown, my ability to know or remember anything has just gone. <laughs> oh. Consumed gone. by the void. Yeah, I can only remember Wednesday because I wrote down about Josh Time and hit my post. Otherwise, I couldn't <laughs> separate it from... Anything in the last ten years, I think. So <laughs> okay, this okay, interesting, gents. It will, we will take it one question at a time. Um, Is it a pen and paper job? I mean, I've got no, 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 no. I'll just ask you a question each. Okay. We'll do heads and tails okay. to to see who goes first. Um, and I'll say Tom, heads or tails? Uh, it landing on its side. It's, <laughs> it, it, uh, heads. You, I- Okay, Tom, you, it, it was heads. I used a digital one. That's very exciting. Would you like to go first or second? Uh, I'll go second. Okay, in which case, the Christmas quiz starts now. Tony, yes. Stoke City started the year 2020 in a thumping fashion. Who was the opponent and what was the scoreline? Pre-season friendly or league game? In, in the, the year 2020. Oh, as in from oh. the very st- yeah. I'm sorry, I'm doing it a calendar year oh, 2020. Jeez, I do not know. I'm uh, Wigan. No, Wigan and two nil. Wigan and two nil. Unfortunately, is is not not correct. even in the right. I will division. I will hand it over to Tom for um not for a point, but Tom, you can answer it if you like. Uh, I, I can I can oh, remember no. the team because I was there with Dave. We had a lovely day. Go on. Uh, it was and Huddersfield, was it? and I always get the score confused. It was either 5-2 or 4-2. Which one would you like to go with, Tom? I'm going to go with 4. Uh, it, was it was 5, five bugger. Tom, question number two, this one for you. In that match, Tyrese Campbell scored two goals while Sam Vogt scored one. Which two other players got the other two? Um, Nick Paulinho. Yes. And... There's only one point available, by the way. Oh, oof. I'm sure I know, I know. Um, I mean, I, I have an urge to just go with the person who scores goals. Sam Klukas. Go no. <sighs> Sorry, I'm afraid. You were right with Nick Powell. However, the other answer... Tony, do you know? <laughs> Greg's. Oh, I was, was Lee it, Gregory. Was I remember it... the finish and everything. I was like, oh, oh, sorry, Tom. Sorry. I'm sorry. Tony, we go back I, to I you. I was still giggling at Vogue scoring. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, mm. in the year 2020, calendar oh. year, how many times have Stoke, Ski- Stoke, Stoke City scored three or more goals in a match? In the year 2020? In this calendar year. Uh, well, Tom listed them. So, can I just pause and slightly rewind a little bit? Um, uh, seven. Oh. It's close. It's so close, Tom. Nine. You know, 
Go either either way. It was actually eight oh. eight goals. Tom, here we go. This is going well. This quiz, guys, it's going really well. <laughs> our first game back after the COVID break was on the twentieth of June. Who was our opponent? Um, it was Neil Warnock's Middlesbrough. It was odd. Oh, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was Charlie Adams. Oh, oh, cool. <laughs> oh, sorry, to- sorry, Tony. Tony, this one's for you. Was it Charlie Adams Reading? <laughs> it was Charlie Adams. Well done. Tony, this is not about the year 2020. Yes! But this is a player. I'm going to describe for you a career, a, a club path, and I want you to oh, tell no. me who the player is. Who am I, Tony? I started Chris. my career in the youth setup at Notts County before moving to Arsenal, where I went Jermaine on loan Pennant. to Wat. Well <laughs> done, Tony. <laughs> of course, Jermaine Pennant went to Watford on loan, then Leeds, then Birmingham, before moving to Birmingham, then went to Liverpool, Portsmouth on loan, Rail Zaragoza, Stoke City on loan, Stoke City permanent, Wolverhampton Wanderers on loan, FC Pune City, Wigan Athletic, Tampine Rovers, Bury, and Bellericay Town. What a career, Mister Jermaine Pennant. Look at this. We have a point. A point for Tony. Nice one. I'm glad I went early as well because the Watford thing would have confused me because I didn't remember him going there. Thomas. In the year 2020, <laughs> in, this, in this season, which Stoke City player has the most yellow cards? Um, James McLean. That's a point for Tom. We're at tied one and one. This is good. Good. I hope we get to use the tiebreaker question. <laughs> How are we Tony. I'm sure Tom's answered some correctly. Tony. Okay. <laughs> Who has started the most games this season for Stoke City? Ooh. Collins. I'm afraid that's incorrect. Tom, do you want to have a guess? Uh, Nick Powell. Nick Powell is half correct. Yes, he actually shares it with Morgan Fox. Both of them have made 18 appearance for starting appearances, which is mad. We stay at one apiece. Tom. Who was our opponent in the first round of the League Cup this season? And what was the score? Uh, oh, that could be the second round. Ooh. Oh, it went to penalties. Oh, it went to penalties, but who was it? Um, Blackpool. This is correct. Nil nil. We won on penalties. Yes, I will accept that, Tom. You you do well there. So Tom is currently two to one. Tony, you can uh, regain one back here. Tony, how many appearances did Joe Bursick make for Doncaster during his loan there? Six. Oh, I'm afraid it's not six. Tom, you can have a guess, but it's worth no. Yeah, I would have gone with six, <laughs> but I'll go seven. It was 11. Yeah. Football. Yeah. Yeah, football. Football. Okay. Uh, and then, okay, Tom, last question. I mean, you've, you've probably won it, but we'll do the tiebreaker questions anyway. Who am I, Tom? I started my career at Wrexham before moving to Port Vale. From there, I moved to Crew Alexandra, then Stoke City, followed by Millwall, then back to Port Vale on loan before finishing my career in 2009 at Port Vale on a permanent. Oh, the club that he made the most appearances for was Wrexham, but second was Stoke City with 105 appearances. I'm really stumped. Um, 
No, I, I genuinely can't even. If I told you that he played for Stoke City from 2004 to 2007. See, I'm now preparing an excuse that I was eight years old <laughs> to 11 that's years fine. old in that period. That's, oh, that's, I mean, that's, that's fine. I can, I can recycle that excuse, excuse and just say I'm too old to remember things. Uh, Would you like to have a guess, Tony or Tom? No, I, I can't even produce a name to go for. The only links I can think of between Stoke and Vale of people who've played for both now are all Carl Dickinson, and it's not him. Yeah, no, no it's not him because he played for Yeovil <laughs> so, too. Stole mine. Yeah, but and it's not Mickey Adams because he he was managing by then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, it's it's really really like properly going to make me angry, and I'll have to okay. turn the game down on the microphone it. when you say it because it will be somebody I'm, I've watched the, and liked. Yes, the answer, of course. For those of you at home who are shouting, probably not. <laughs> because you're all... No, no. The answer, of course, was midfield maestro Dave Brown. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I did suddenly think, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom won that st- storm to the lead there, winning 2-1 in the quiz. Very good. I did have some tiebreaker questions that we don't need to use, which is a shame, isn't it? We can use them. You want them. to do them anyway? Yeah. Okay, okay, so these tiebreaker questions. Find out the answer. Is, well, okay, these tiebreaker questions, it's first one to shout out the answer. Tiebreaker question mm. number one Who succeeded Leonid Brezhnev as General Secretary of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union in 1982? <laughs> um, that's not. Khrushchev is the only one I can think of, but that's probably wrong. Steve, yeah. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> it, it was not Nikita Khrushchev of course Nikita Khrushchev was before Brezhnev the answer of course was Yuri Andropov you silly fool <laughs> tiebreaker question number two was what was Leonid Brezhnev's profession before being part of the party apparatic a, a worker very good Tony he was of course a metallurgical engineer and tiebreaker question number three was what year was Leonid Brezhnev born <laughs> 1917. He was. I'm afraid he was older than that, Tony. Mm. He was, of course, born on the 19th of December, 1906. Of course. There you go. Because it was tough paper birthday yesterday. Tough. tough, Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Well, thank you for taking part in my Christmas quiz, there, gentlemen. That was very much a good time. Really Um, glad we persevered and went on to the tiebreakers. That was excellent. <laughs> it, it, it was it was fun for me and I enjoyed it. Before we before we finish, then little treat to to finish the show. Tony, what is this? Okay, so people will rem- some people may remember last year we did a Christmas song in October, <laughs> and then we, we we sat on it for a few weeks, and it centered around basically every person who was mentioned in that was gone purged yeah, it has been by <laughs> blacklisted Chris, well if yeah nathan jones was key to it he got sacked uh, yeah. just be- like literally two days before we were going to release it <laughs> andy key's gone although yeah. that's not his name you say it a different way but i needed to say it like that to rhyme it 
Uh, he was very good on BBC Radio Stoke. Though, he was. Way. I thought um, he was an excellent on, on, co-coms. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was really good. Insightful. Um, I'll say it quite then. Um, <laughs> Badu and Die. Has it gone? Yeah. Gone. Peter Otebo. Yeah. Gone. I should have just got the lyrics up and gone through them because there's only, there only Josh Tymon <laughs> and uh, Davies who actually... Lived. Are still here, I think. But yeah, so we weren't anyway. We weren't going to do a Christmas song this year because it's fucking dangerous, basically. <laughs> um, but quite more than five people asked us to, and lots of people donated to the thing. So we have done one. It's not very good. Uh, no, wrong. It's spectacular. <laughs> no, 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 no. And when and when it Tony is. says we, I, I mean it's a very no. loose we. He, he's he has done very very good work. And it's fucking hilarious. It's, it's, yeah. It is a wonderful thing, Tony. I think we will have it at the end as our as our outro for people to listen. It is so fun. I, so I loved it. I really loved it. Well, it's, I mean, thank you. Thank you, Tony, for it. And and sneak preview thank you tom as well for for the and, and, for the little bits in it. And, sneak and you, preview, Chris. Well, I didn't do it to, to be well. fair, to be fair. I'm I'm just part of the remix. Um, <laughs> in, unless there's anything else you'd like to d- discuss before we have that. Um, um, no, I think no. Just, you're happy. Just Merry Christmas, which, Happy Holidays, yes. everybody. Stay safe. Look after yourselves. Be lucky. Exa- <laughs> exactly. Thank you. And um, we'll probably be back in the before the new year anyway. So we can't say New Year yet. But to those of you who are celebrating in whichever way you can this weird 2020 christmas just enjoy yourselves stay safe have a nice time thank you for listening this year thank you for donating to the food bank go on stoke and to play us out with a cut of his new album (laughs) here's peter coates peter table and badu and die (laughs) (laughs) No Hello, Coates here Just wanted to bring you a little Christmas cheer 2020 has been a horrible time But I'm already pleasantly surprised by this rhyme Peter, are you rapping? That's very festive of you to ask, Michael But no, Deirdre looks after that kind of thing Anyway Where were we? Well, last Christmas we made you a song But then Nathan got sacked, it went terribly wrong This year, to save me from tears, we're just not going to bloody bother with it. Last Christmas, we made you a song, but then Nathan got sacked, it went terribly wrong. But this year, to save all of us from tears, we're just not going to bloody bother. Bother!
a wicked rave in my rave pod. Kartoffel salat. Well, once bitten and twice shy, we got rid of a table, got rid of Badu and I. Tell me, Michael, where did Andy Key go? I'm not really sure. It is pronounced quai, though. The whole thing is cursed. It isn't safe to mention any of the players in case we ever want to play them. Bauer's still here, and I think I've seen a Kevin Wimmer-shaped thing by the vending machine. Last Christmas, we made you a song, but then Nathan got sacked. It went terribly wrong. This year, to save me from tears, we're just not going to bloody bother with it. Bother with it! No, honestly, I think that's enough. Happy Christmas, everybody. Stay safe. Um, good luck to you all out there.